Hello and welcome, everyone. It's time once again to talk sports with us and you on this night, December the 29th, almost a new year getting into 2024. My name is Jason. This is Paul. How's it going, guys? And this is Ben. How's it going, everybody? And this is the Walnut Sports Network weekly podcast. Don't forget to check us out on X at WSN Weekly. And check out I our still website. Hate, I still hate that name. Sorry. Yeah, <laughs> we, should know. Just, we should just call it DMX because that's so much cooler. Yeah. Oh, DMX, yes. But again, I don't want DMX associated with X as well. So it's, it's, <laughs> it, it just doesn't work. It just doesn't work. Yeah, it's not going to work anyway. We slice it. But you yeah. can still find us on there. And if you hate that, you can always go to our website, walnutsportsnetwork.com. You can find the link to the podcast right there. There's also a link to a shop where you can get some fun hoodies and hats oh, yeah. and shirts with my face on it. Yes. Why you would want that, I don't know, but it's there. <laughs> that that it's was there your, and you should have it your, on your uh, chest. That was your bachelor uh, party uh, gift to us. So. Uh, oh, yeah. Was it? was that? Yeah, I know also, I gave those away. Also, it's a throwback, away. basically. That's nostalgia, is what you're oh, saying. Oh, yeah. So this, is a, this is almost like brought back from, the, you know, this is, yeah, this is brought back from years and years ago. Yeah, so. this is retro. It's retro. This is retro. Everything <laughs> old is <laughs> not again. Yeah. But before We're you... with the trends, people. <laughs> <laughs> but before you do that, let's talk some sports. It's December. Christmas just happened. But we've got the uh, NBA doing stuff. It's the season's finally started for yours truly, which is great. I can finally start watching the NBA 25 games into the year. Uh, bowl games coming up and already played in a couple of cases. And we've got NFL a couple weeks left looking hot, looking spicy. So, Polly, take us away. What are we yes. talking about? Uh, we've got all three of those things, plus much more that we're not going to be able to get to with you guys because sports is uh, 365 enterprise, as we have mentioned multiple times on this podcast. But uh, we do have, before we get into basketball proper, we do have a happy trails to Herb Cole, the former owner of the Bucks and Ben you brought this up in our uh, pre-meeting so get us started what were your thoughts about the former owner of the Bucks and of course the former senator also yeah just uh, for me growing up in city Milwaukee and uh, just knowing how much he had to do with you know being the Bucks owner helping to build the Pfizer forum Helping to build a coal center in Madison, um, you know, brought the Brewers to Milwaukee as well as part of that group. You know, he's the Coles department store president, which is again pretty local to uh, to Wisconsin in the Midwest. And then, yeah, being a U.S. senator for 1989 to 2013, um, I don't know. He just seemed—I've always heard great things about him. He always seemed like a genuine man, um, and again, just huge in in the Milwaukee and Wisconsin and Bucks history. Um, he gifted a hundred million dollars of his own money to build Pfizer for him, you know, which is insane. 
um, you know, and to keep the Bucks here, keep the Brewers here, you know, all those kind of things. So just kind of just, uh, you know, happy trails to a seemingly very great man for, for basketball, for life in general, for, you know, and where we live, the state of Wisconsin. So RIP, Jennifer Cole. Yeah. Um, I guess J- Jason, I'll let you get in here in a, a second here, but I, I can't disagree with anything you said. And I, I didn't know actually how much he's done to keep um, sports in the Milwaukee area. And that is even more impressive than I thought. Um, and obviously being a U.S. Senator on top of that and a very successful businessman, he obviously led a great life and left a uh, very great legacy behind him. So, Jason, do you have a quick thought about the former senator here? Uh, well, I didn't know much about him, to be quite honest with you. I was, he was just one of those guys my dad voted for, you know? Yeah, <laughs> like, he I didn't knew his re- name. I knew his name, but I also did know that he was integral to bringing these the basically professional sports to southern wisconsin and you know that's a that's a pretty cool thing we got the brewers and the bucks out of it to you know by all measurements successful pro sports franchises so that's pretty cool yeah for sure yeah absolutely uh so uh rest in peace uh center cole uh and uh condolences to your family i hope they are well and but we will move on now to uh some basketball talk uh not much has changed in the standings boston milwaukee philly miami on top as you could have predicted uh no real surprise the the magic are a little surprising at five they're having a really good season um, out west, the uh, Timberwolves, I'm a little surprised they're in first place, but they are having a phenomenal season. Uh, Nuggets, Thunder, no surprise. Clippers having a good season. Uh, Golden State, out of the playoffs right now. Uh, they... Kind of like the Lakers of last year. Remember, we were yeah. just, just hanging on the bottom forever, forever, yeah. forever. Mm-hmm. And I, man, their season could go a lot of different ways at this point. Uh, did did we talk about the Draymond last week? I don't remember. I brought it up for a second. Okay. Yeah, we, don't, how, we don't. It's a fall of the dynasty, basically, and who knows when he'll come back. So. Yeah, okay. We don't really have to touch on that, though. Nah. But uh, So one thing I did want to mention, though, is Detroit made – the hall of shame if you could call it that the sports hall of shame hey it's uh, still a record they're record holders they yeah. they are uh they're losers of 28 straight games they started 2 and 1 and they have lost their last 28 uh Jason, put this in perspective for us, because this is not only an NBA record, this is a North American sports record losing streak. Well, I I mean, I, I think you just put this in perspective. 
it's literally the worst losing streak in North American pro sports history. Like, it's not the worst yet, though. The the, the I mean, I guess they don't have it on their own yet. But oh, they need to lose one more game. One more game yeah, will actually lose the, their Phil, own record. Philly, Philly was split seasons, so yeah, Philly has twenty eight as well. I mean. Yeah, I mean, what else can you say about it? This this is a this is an, a masterclass in ineptitude. I mean, the last game shows you again up by nineteen and a half against the the Celtics. Like, all right, well, if you're gonna beat them, beat the best team, right? Mm-hmm. <laughs> Let's do this, and then you lose again, and then you know blow that lead, and then. You're not projected to even to win a game until you play like January 10th against the Spurs. That's the only game you have projected in the last six, seven games they have that projected to possibly win that game, a 55% chance. And it's not like there's a lot of hope here. I mean, Mm-mm. there's they have young players, sure, but like say all you want about Cade Cunningham, like tearing it up. He's still the best guy on the worst team. So, like, I don't know if he's good. Like, is he? He just might be the best guy on the worst I, team. I think he's good, but I just think that uh, being the best guy on the worst team is just is going to bring him down mentally and, you know, confidence and all that stuff. Because, again, like, he scores 48, and then the interview at the game, he's like, I don't give a shit, man. Like, Right? I don't care if I score 48. I want to win. I want to. And I saw the last interview at this last game where they blew the lead. He said, like, you guys are making out to, like, we want to win one game. We don't want to win one game. We want to <laughs> win many games. Like, and you guys are bringing, like, putting this out there. Like, when are they going to win that one game? Like, that's all they're going to win the rest of the year. Right. Like, it's insane. Or, but who knows? Like, I don't know anymore. Like, it's it's that bad. They're that bad. So, or even the assertion, Ugh. like that, like because media loves to make their little storylines. The assertion that, oh, all they need to do is win one game and just you know take the lid off the basket and they'll just and start it. winning games again. And it's like, like no, hey guys, dude, they like could, how that feels. They could win one like, game yeah. and then lose yeah. thirty more again. Like that could yes. happen. This team could easily could, happen with this team. That could easily happen. I mean, could they have two 28-game losing streaks in one season? Mm-hmm. I mean, that could, have, that could be a possible thing for sure. Yeah, I see. Okay, the one thing I'll bring up that, uh, Jason, I think you mentioned was, um, if you guys remember the, the Bad Boys 30 for 30, Detroit was awful for years before that. Mm-hmm. And Mm -hmm. Isaiah came in and they had a better season than this. Yeah, but they were still not good. Like that was the whole thing with Isaiah is like he was tearing it up for like three years and the Pistons still couldn't win games. What, what, what my, my point is, is it sounds like Cade Cunningham's, um mentality is the same as Isaiah's. Oh, so that would okay, give me hope if I'm a Detroit fan. He doesn't care about about his stats. He wants the wins. And mm-hmm. that's exactly how I, Isaiah was. That was gonna be my point. Okay, got it. Yeah, but how how long how long does does Monty Williams and how long mm-hmm. does 
Kate Cunningham stay in Detroit? You know what I mean? Like, on their decisions or someone else's, depending on if you're the coach or the player. Right. It's, you know, like, I don't yeah. want to be there if it's going to take three more years of this when I've been there for two whole years doing this already. Like, last year was not a picnic for his rookie year either. Like, it was bad, you know? Yeah, right. So, like, Cade Cunningham might be your Isaiah Thomas, but is Monty Williams your Chuck Daly? I, I, I don't know, man. Yeah, I have a hard time I mean, the pay, the pay they made him, he, you know, <laughs> he's, he's getting paid like right it, now, yeah. So, <laughs> the highest paid of the ever, I feel like. So, yeah, like, but the opposite's happening there. No, he's just winning 69 straight, not 20 lose 28 straight like mm-hmm. oh no no we're gonna go for 69 losses no idiots <laughs> got the wrong memo but yeah so uh, no not he's not chuck daly and no. i don't and i don't see a bill lambier or rodman or mm-hmm. joe dumars or anyone coming in to help you, you know, know i mean like, is that marvin bagley like i i don't think so man like well, yeah, and like uh, uh, Stewart, one of their best players, he he's now out for Isaiah Stewart is out for like two weeks now. So again, like again, another good player that you have on your team is going to be out. Mm-hmm. You know, taking even more away or putting more on Cade or or whatever. But yeah, it's just it's hard to watch their press conferences. Holy crap! And they and they're on every day, like in the spotlight, because you want it because everyone wants to hear what they say. How does it feel to just keep losing? You know, it's terrible. Yeah. Jesus, like, stop! Like they shouldn't have to even give a press conference anymore until they win. That's what I, that's what it should mm-hmm. be. Like we don't need to hear from them. We know, we know what we know what they're gonna say. Mm-hmm. That oh, should be no, terrible. dude. That should literally be like a punishment for losing games. NBA will come <laughs> down and we'll like we'll just straight take away press coverage for you if you guys suck too much. Like we'll literally take away your exposure. No, really. Like on like on Sports Center, it's just frame by frames, like after a UFC pay per view, where it's like, yeah, we can show you this frame of uh, one of their players shooting the ball, but can't show you the highlight though because we I'm, took all the media away. I'm just, no, I'm serious. I mean, it makes sense. I'm saying even take it a step further, and just like, look, if you if you're this bad, we'll take away. You, you don't get to do press conferences anymore or we'll take away NBA TV coverage of this or like just straight up more sports should do that anyway. Cause like viewership and exposure viewership is what drives the revenue and exposure is what gets that revenue to the teams. So like make the league keep getting all the money, but stop, but start hampering the flow back to the teams that are friggin' terrible. And I mean, they already do that to a degree with their primetime games, games of the week. You see it a lot more in the NFL because there's less games, but you see the same stuff in, in the MLB and the NBA. Like when's the last time you saw the magic on primetime? Like uh, eight years ago. 993. Dwight Howard would actually, they made the, the finals okay. with Superman, yeah. The other Superman. The other, other Superman. Not according to Shaq. Yeah. But, like, they <laughs> already another, do another, that to a podcast. degree, so just step it up. Like, oh, you guys want to suck? Then no one's ever going to see your games. Like, ever. Yeah. Until you start winning. I don't I don't hate that. I really don't. And then eventually <laughs> you can make it, like, uh, 
what was that movie semi pro with Will Ferrell where like you guys have, you basically have to play in to have a franchise anymore? Like <laughs> oh, have top relegation. Top and bottom stuff? teams are out. Sorry. Oh, I love relegation. <laughs> I love that idea. The way the Premier bring, League does it, that's great. And then you and then you bring in like, all right, Seattle. Now you guys get a brand new team, and this other city gets a brand new team to take their places, and now you get two years to figure it out. Well, it'd be like kind of interesting. It'd be like, yeah, like if the G League was its own league instead of being like a minor league yeah you could drop down you could drop down to the g league the, yep. the pistons could go down yep yep and whoever won the g league would move up that'd be crazy yeah i i don't think i can fan it from watching and knowing soccer how it works but i don't think a normal american fan who doesn't know anything about soccer would lose their minds if they're like my team is not in the nba this year right what is going? but like, that's what makes it so intense is those people oh, yeah. losing their minds and then when yeah you wouldn't have those like, press conferences being like oh i guess we just lost like we got to keep trying harder you know we don't like losing like no man you're gonna lose everything you're gonna go down and play the scrubs mm-hmm. if you don't win these games and then when a yeah. team that hasn't won hasn't been in the nba for like 10 years finally gets in they're just like we finally are in the big leagues again the Mm -hmm. spurs are good again yay (laughs) the spurs are like (laughs) we win five championships we go to the g league for 10 years Mm -hmm. they win five championships (laughs) yep so yeah all right who's we'll we'll get adam silver on the next podcast we'll talk about it i'll say i'll I'll shoot i'll dm him while we're talking yeah (laughs) it should be fine yeah all right, um, let's move on because uh, yeah, get this show a moving. That makes sense. Yeah, um, there will be obviously plenty more basketball talk in the months ahead because we're gonna lose football in about a month, mm-hmm. and uh, Jason uh, loves talking basketball, so I there do. will be plenty more. But. Uh, moving on to the bowl season, uh, we're not going to go through everything here. Uh, Clemson won, beat Kentucky 38-35. to 35, uh, See, the today. ACC is better than the SEC. Told you. <laughs> A lot of garbage talk here. We're on the next, the next, the next game. <laughs> Let's see what. Um, let's get the next <laughs> What else do we have here? Uh, your Dukies, uh, Jason, get a seventeen to ten victory against uh, Troy. Who had oh, a really he already knows season. that. He knows that. He watched that home game. Oh yeah. yeah. I have it on my DVR too. <laughs> yeah, that's just so in a couple weeks, and he's like, "No more Duke football." Pfft, yeah, yeah, right. Right. <laughs> Hit play. Watch Boom. the ACC <laughs> flex on the Sun Belt. Yeah. yeah. Uh, Kansas gets a their first bowl win since 2008 against UNLV. Uh, Kansas finishes at 9-4. and four. They had a really good season. Uh, 2008, I believe, was the year that they could have made the finals if, or the championship if they would have beat Missouri. So we're going back that far. Uh, obviously, Kansas not known for a football team, football school, but they have had some is Charlie Weiss still the quarter <laughs> there. Oh, my God. Uh, I don't Weiss. know that. No, if absolutely. Can... 
he is absolutely no. not the coach there anymore. That was I, no, is Charlie no, no, Weiss no, even alive. Not. I have no idea. That, that's how much you can see. I care about Charlie Weiss when I'm bringing up two, <laughs> this question: Is he a coach there? And then you bring up: Is he still alive? Question marks. All question marks. I have no idea. <laughs> he's definitely still alive, but he's definitely. He, <laughs> let's not. Let's he's, not uh... He hasn't coached in Kansas in ten years, so. Well, I mean, that's so much. That's the last time the media been. Around, so. that, well, that was his last job. So, okay, so he hasn't done anything since. Okay. Uh, USC gets a. <laughs> I just USC haven't heard that name in forever. Yeah, you I have to think about it, right? <laughs> and all you think about is like, who's the man could eat the most hot dogs <laughs> in the world? Charlie White. <laughs> <laughs> Anywho. So yeah, Charlie uh, Weiss, there's your two cents, buddy. Yep. You're irrelevant again. Yep. Matt Moss throws six uh, touchdowns for USC in their victory against Louisville. So USC's defense uh, actually does something. They did give up 28 points, but it's not the usual 42 that they would have given up. So amazing. They get a they get a bowl victory. <laughs> Uh, let's see. With your new quarterback just dropping in there for six touchdowns, like nobody's business, too. Yeah. <laughs> Not too shabby. So now, so uh, Caleb Williams goes to Chicago next year. They know Matt Mock and they can get the year after that. So it mm. works out perfectly. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> um, Arizona gets a victory against Oklahoma last night, 38 24. Arizona surprising season didn't really hear a lot about them with the top of the pac 12 but they had a very nice season uh finish it strong uh the game going on right now ohio state is in a defensive uh matchup with another surprise team that i uh finished 10 and 2 in the regular season missouri um, again, I didn't, you did not hear a lot about them throughout the season. Um, everyone's starting people for the first time though, in those games. So again, yeah. bowl games are just not like bowl games in the past, unless you're in the top. No, four. they are not. That is it. Um, should we move on or is there any yeah. other game you guys yeah. want to move on? I mean, to? and we talked about our pre- pre- like our previews of that last week too, who's going to win it. I don't even think we have to go over that again, unless you guys have a change of mind or anything, but mine are staying the same. No, Mine's, I got um, no, I, the, the only thing I wanted to mention was uh, Georgia is now a 20 point favorite against Florida state <laughs> because of how many people or players on Florida state are not playing in that game. Yeah. Uh, did you? I either of you guys have a quick thought about that? I know we kind of talked about that. Last makes sense. Too, but... <laughs> makes sense to me. Mm. Florida State hasn't shown anything since they lost uh, Travis. So I mean, yeah, they won, but they haven't. They haven't won like they won with their star quarterback. So if Georgia, Georgia's pissed. Florida State's pissed. I think Georgia has more firepower. Yeah, to do something for sure, and easily could beat them by twenty-one if they wanted to. So. With Travis yeah, in there, I, I don't think it could it would be that close at all. But no, I don't think so either. But I, I think I think you're right. I think the fire from Georgia not being able to potentially three peat over Florida State getting 
completely jobbed. I think Georgia. They both got jobbed. Come there. on, yeah. It's a job for both of them. They. Yeah. It, it really is. And as it's far just as... to go a three peat though. I'd be I'd be yeah. more pissed about a three peat mm-hmm. than than yeah, Florida okay. State, I guess. But and as far as the kids not playing or whatever, <laughs> like look, if I'm not like if I have pro aspirations and it's like, yo, I'm gonna go be a professional football player after this, yeah, why would you even play in this game? Oh, I'm not talking yeah. about them. I'm talking about all the transfers. How many people are transferring this year? Like, like Ohio State we're watching right now is a guy. What's the guy? Anyone know his name off the top of your head? The quarterback right now? Uh, no, because he's brand new. I don't even know. Yeah. Yeah, he's <laughs> brand new. So again, that's it. Takes like again. I just rather I rather have the transfer porter be after the season is completely done. It's stupid that you get to go 12, 13 games and be like, well, I'm not walking away. Like, no, like if I'm a fan, be on the team until we're done. Like, don't be like, well, now I'm going to transfer. Like, that's the thing. That's, that gets not, me off. that's not a bad idea. Actually. I didn't, I hadn't thought it's about so stupid. Before, it doesn't but... make sense. Like if you're going to play for my team, play for it until we're done. Yeah. Not when Agreed. you're down, it's inconvenienced for you. So that's, I just think they need to change I, I let, move I wherever you want, but play the whole actually. time. Well, they'll yeah, they'll so. definitely put the clamps down on this because like sure. they're they're facilitate they're not I know they're not well, paying the kids directly if, but if, they're facilitating. Even if that was the case, though. sorry, Wally, go ahead. Oh, I was just gonna say, um, I agree with that, but is there? There's no way you can. Uh, regulate them playing or not, so they could choose not to play anyway, even if it wasn't the transfer portal. Yeah, yeah but then they could be they could be penalized and not be able to play the first four games where they transfer. I mean, there's it's easy things to fix that. Yeah, just show loyalty to the school you're at for the year. That's what I'm asking. Like, don't show it for ten games. Don't show it for half the season. Show it the whole year. Show it for like a year contract, like everything else in in life, or you know, or con- like. Just make it for one whole year, so you're not just. Well, I don't like. You how know, I was treated. In, I'm in five years, stupid. I'm not going to be surprised if they have. Contracts. They have to do that. They have to do something like that. Not maybe contracts, but just at least you have to stay the whole year because it's just dumb. It's just like yeah. I, it's hard for me to watch as a fan if you're not in the top four of your team because it's like, great, here's my brand new team. This could be my and this could be my team next year or not. These people can still transfer as well. So yeah. it's like. It's just it's it's just it's frustrating to be a fan to root for your team where it's all like you know like Braylon Allen's are running uh, star running back in the Badgers. He's not playing because he's going to NFL. I understand that, but it's, it sucks because I'd like to see him play one more game and yeah, go out yeah. on, a, on, a, on a something you know on a high note possibly. But yeah, just th- things will need to be tweaked for sure. And players always had. I mean, uh, the transfer portal stuff is new, but this flexibility yeah. to just be like look i'm not going to play the rest of the year they've always been able to do that but like the only th- the difference is now like, I feel like it's more limited well they're, they're and it's gonna it it's gonna be well right the transfer portal screwed all that up yes and made it yeah. way more wide open but even then even back in the day they still had some flexibility but now now that they are <laughs> They're not. They're facilitating these players getting paid over the table, and it's not yes. under the table anymore. Now that it's on top of the table, 
the these schools are just going to be like okay look guys all right so you can't just do this anymore <laughs> like if we're going to yeah. be paying you over the table you know legally well they're not paying but they're facilitating these kids making money in college they're going to start being like look we're going to need some kind of greater commitment than what we were getting previously because now you're just taking advantage now you've got exactly all this flexibility happening. and you've got the money and the schools <laughs> are going to look at that and be like okay well, this isn't going to work because part of yeah. what makes these programs money is these kids staying for a few years and winning Heisman's at their school, not playing two years at Florida and then going to Arkansas and winning a Heisman. Florida doesn't want that shit. <laughs> they want that kid all three years. So it's just, yep. it, the, eventually the that's NCAA a, and the really... schools will clamp down on that. That's a really good point, Jason. That's a really good point. I think we'll end it with that because mm -hmm. we have to get to the NFL yet. And I'm sure we could talk about that for an hour, but uh, <laughs> we're going to. Yeah, sorry. It kind of got we'll me going. We'll ask Adam there. Silver next week, too, about how he feels about that. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> information, too. Mm -hmm. Why not? Well, he's here, right. you know. Yeah. Well, I mean, why? I don't know. Next time we'll be on. So let's get all those questions in, guys. Mm -hmm. <laughs> <laughs> all right, Jason, you want to set us up for the big show here? The big show, as it always is this time of year. The Walnut Sports Network Week 17 NFL. 16 17. Yeah, you got 16, it. 16 17. Yep. All right. Oh, no, I don't think so. Oh yeah, sixteen, seventeen. 16, Never mind. 17, I'm in the wrong buttons. Yeah. I'm in the wrong buttons here on these yep. damn things. Come on. Okay. <laughs> All right. Um, before we get to the two big games of the week, there's a few other games I want to touch on. Uh, Steelers beat the Bengals to improve their playoff chances. Uh, the Bills escaped the Chargers. That would have been a devastating loss for the Bills <laughs> if they would have lost that one. <laughs> Wouldn't have been good. No. <laughs> Kicked out a lead, league almost with that loss. <laughs> okay. Not that bad, but that would have been really bad. Oh. Um, the Lions improved to 7-4 and four and stay within striking distance of the number one seed in the NFC. Uh, surprising there. Uh, the Packers give up 30 points to the Panthers. Why is uh, Joe Barry not fired yet? They A couple won. weeks, guys. A couple they weeks. Won. I know I know he will be at the end of the season, but yeah, they won. They won. That's Jordan the, Love bailed that defense out. They won. That's the key. So, but again, Carolina has not scored twenty points in any game this year. So, is that is that true? I think it's yeah. I think I, I think I think it's been less I, than I'm twenty. Not, I'm not surprised <laughs> if that's. True. I think it's been less than twenty. Yeah, and also. They're still the only team that's never led a led when it's become the fourth quarter as well this year or something. I mean that still happened, but I thought that was interesting that too. Like it's never led in the fourth. Wow. Yeah. 
All right. Uh, before we get to the two big games, I did want to get your thoughts about uh, Patriots getting their fourth win against the Broncos and uh, aired out Russell getting benched for the last two games. Is this the end for Russell in Denver? Yes. Oh, yeah. No question. <laughs> Maybe. The problem is, is they got all so much money tied up in that guy, man. Ooh. I don't know, yeah, man. But they're and going years. about the whole wrong way. So and like he's kind of under contract for like the next four or five years. Like, yep, dude, that's oh, they got to figure that out. They no, they they can. I mean, they'll probably end up getting rid of him somehow, one way or another. But that would, I mean, Sean Payton might as well just leave if they do that because that bank that that well, team Sean is going to be so. so. He's well, part of this. <laughs> well, right. I don't even disagree with benching Russell Wilson, but like, can they get rid of him? <laughs> they technically can, but I think the your cost of is... doing it, you'll be bankrupting your team's resources for the next handful of years. Like, no, you can't do that. Like, <laughs> yeah, but if the Broncos want him gone, they'll figure it away. Yeah. I mean, if they can That's try to. It has to be that, right? has to be they, you can't sit him the last two games and be like all right now you're coming back next year here we go here's this year since you're making 57 million instead of the 48 you're making last year that extra nine million should probably make you nine million dollars better so we'll just wait till next year and you know like i don't know their the mentality knows if he gets hurt before march march next year he fails a physical they lose 37 million dollar bonus or something like that for him something some weird thing i know for business-wise while they're doing it. But watching Sean Payton's press conference on why they're doing it was the most uncomfortable thing because it didn't sound believable or even rehearsed or talked about before he, before he went on the air. Like, it was like, I don't know. I understand it, too, because, like, he's not he's not Russell Wilson anymore. He's a shell of what he was. You know, like, he's he's not putting up – he's not – He's old. He's he's not putting up those numbers, and Sean Payton doesn't think he's going to work in his offense. It's going to go down as the worst trade in NFL history. I don't know if Russell Wilson, and I, I better watch and see who's within like arm's reach. But I don't know how good Russell Wilson ever really was. Uh, I don't know. Like I'm I just mean... looking at his stats, like. He threw 68% a couple of times. You know, he had some 4,000-yard seasons, but, like, who can't, who can't he, he throw also, for 4,000 yards? Also had that, he also had that defense that... That was when they were they good. Carried them. And they yeah. had Marshawn Lynch. They had a defense in Marshawn Lynch. They were the Ravens. Okay. Russell okay. Wilson is Trent Dilfer. Oh, my exactly. God. Oh, I just no, figured not. it whoa, out. Whoa, whoa. He is not. He's no, Joe Flacco. Exactly he's he's not Joe, Joe Flacco. Flacco oh my God! Yes, That's, he's not. There's yes, no way. Uh, oh my God! No I'm way. gonna find some statistical comparisons. <laughs> oh boy. No, go ahead. Sorry, I just I just had an epiphany. 
but no, I think they he's need not to Brad keep... Anderson. He's not Trent Dilfer. He's not. He's not. Because you know why? Because I guarantee Brad Anderson's not in the Hall of Fame, and I guarantee Russell Wilson will probably be in the oh, Hall of Fame. And that's that's not. He doesn't belong there. Yeah, but Eli is going to be in the Hall of Fame too. So Eli belongs. Eli there. has two has two Super Bowl wins and two MVP wins uh, with MVP Super Bowls. With, I understand that with teams that aren't were really actually that good. Like they were okay, well, if, if but it's they defense, were good. Jason, they, it would know. be Eli. Eli is a Trent Dilfer as well. So no, Eli is a completely different thing. Like, no, he was not. If you look at those Super Bowl wins. He, he gave the MVP because he did good in that last game. It was mostly that defense that carried that team the whole time. Yeah. Played, just like everybody else. Okay, so, like, Eli is, like, the proto-Dilfer. Like, he's, like, the the best, best modern-day example of the Trent Dilfer archetype. Yes. Yes, he's the, the next generation of it, if you, if you yes. will. Because he technically won later than Dilfer did, yes. so... And Russell Wilson is the current modern day version yes. of that. Of of the Eli, yeah. So he's he's a little better, I think, in Eli overall as a quarterback. He didn't have the he didn't get two Super Bowl wins and two MVP in the Super Bowl. No, but, he sure didn't. And he never beat Tom Brady in the Super Bowl. He did not know. <laughs> not many did. Eli did it twice. Well, I don't know if he jumped in Michael Strahan's body too, but yes, he Well, of course he, he did. He's, he's a Manning. That's how they <laughs> Or Peyton was out there. Yeah. Peyton Manning was quarterbacking that game. That's what happened. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right, we're on a tangent. Let's move okay, back here. Yeah. We're going to be on this right. forever. Where, uh, where are we going next? Uh, Jason, your Dolphins get yeah. a big win against the... Uh, Cowboys. Well, I don't own them, uh, but I am a big fan. What were your thoughts about uh, that victory there? It was, well, <laughs> it's funny because it was this, the whole narrative around the Dolphins. They, they People are kind of talking about them, but not really because who have they beaten? And it's like, yeah, that's fair to a point, you know. I haven't really shown that they can beat a really good team yet. And then it's like, all right, this is the, and then the whole week leading into this game, it's like, okay, a Cowboys team that's starting to flag a little bit towards the end of the season. And you got a Miami team that's looking hot, but neither team has really beaten anybody. So we're going to get all these things answered. And I'm like, no, you're not. No, you're not. Because as far as the Dolphins are concerned, if the Cowboys win and the Dolphins lose, then it's like, oh yeah, the the Dolphins can't beat anybody. You know, they're just it's whatever. Yep. And then if they win, it's not because it, no one's going to give them credit for winning that game. I mean, some people will a little bit, but the the main narrative Sunday. coming out of that is going to be, oh, see, the Cowboys are just friggin' terrible. Like they like every year they do this, and nobody's going to be saying. Hey, look at the Dolphins are doing what they're supposed to do. They're beating the teams they're supposed yeah. to beat, you know. And that's what Sunday's you need to your do. Test. <laughs> Get you guys Sunday healthy. Is the real test. Yeah. Oh yeah. This week is. That's that's mm. it. If you do that, then mm. see ya. Yeah. Just play. I'll, I'll put you on top if you beat the Ravens. <laughs> I will. I'll put them on top. 
at Ravens. That's insane. Mm-hmm. We'll get that, that later. A huge game. Yes. Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. We'll get to that, though. Mm-hmm. Yes, we will. Uh, the other game I wanted to mention before we move on. Actually, there's two because I just remembered this one. Uh, the Raiders get the upset of the Chiefs. Mm-hmm. Uh, we had talked about the Chiefs last week and how they do not look right. Losing to the Raiders at home certainly is not a good sign. No. I mean, we could be seeing a fall of the dynasty right now here, fellas, because if they don't have anybody protecting Patrick Mahomes, anyone who can catch, I mean, Travis Kelsey doesn't look like he's running out his routes as fast and as sneaky as he has in the past. Got, There's a lot of frustration. Got pup, he's got puppy love. He, he's and getting he, he's old, got, man. <laughs> yeah, that too. And he's got his wife, you know, in the box. I love that. I saw a thing like last a couple days ago. It was like Travis Kelsey's wife is pissed. I'm like, who's that? He's married. <laughs> well, she probably is pissed because he's with Taylor Swift right now. Yeah, right. Um. Anyways, but yeah, like after seeing that, I was like, yeah, that's uh, the Chiefs have never gone on the road in the playoffs <laughs> ever in the, in this era. No. I mean, that's, it was Patrick Holmes era. Sorry, yes. That, that's, Ever. that's an amazing stat. It really is. So I really think if they have to go on the road, it's not going to be well. And this yeah, this Chiefs team is not that good at all. Yeah, the too many Nine and pieces six? of the uh, too many pieces of the original pie have fallen away. You lost a lot of the firepower firepower on the outside. Your defense isn't quite what it used to be. Your, your offensive coordinator is gone. Your line is, you know, not not even the same anymore. Like so, it's just they couldn't keep it together and, for that long. That's that part of that is just how the is NFL was. Yelling, they're yeah. all yelling at each other, and it's like there's no, you never see any positivity. It's all screaming, mm-hmm. slamming helmets, and yelling at each other, and like that is not going to get you anywhere. They don't know how to lose. But, Yep, they're bad. they're sore losers, unfortunately. And that part they of that go, is they need like, to switch t- switch uh, spots with the Pistons right now and see how that feels. Well, some of those guys, like all they know of losing is like it happens every once in a while. I get really po'd about it, and then we just go on and keep winning again. Yeah, you know, <laughs> that's that's not, that's where's not, the winning part now? Yeah, <laughs> you know, like where's that? We're losing more than normal, and this doesn't feel great. Now I'm angry. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Uh, I agree. Uh, one last game. The other big one from last week was uh, the Ravens going into San Francisco and kind of putting a pounding on them a little bit. Uh, Niners, they had that three-game losing streak, and then they had the big winning streak. I've said Brock Purdy is not that good, <laughs> and I'm sorry. I think, again, if you want to put a Trent Dilfer out there, I feel like yeah, he's a Trent ooh, Dilfer yeah. on, a, on a team, and that really, really showed up last week, especially when you're the MVP front runner and you get benched in a game. I've never heard of that ever. That's, ever. That's pretty ever. bad. And I – Well, Brock, I think it's, oh, sorry. Go ahead, Paul. Oh, I, I was just going to say, I think it also shows how good this Ravens team is. Yes. And, 
not a lot of people are talking about them. I mean, maybe I'm there a six it, point but... underdog when they went in, right? They're pissed about being that. Yeah. Or was it more? Maybe it was more. I can't remember. I think it was but six, man. six and a half, something like that. When I saw that first quarter score, I didn't turn on until like a little bit into it. It was three to five. I'm like, what the hell's going on here? Like <laughs> three <Yeah>. to five. <laughs> and then all of a sudden it was the Ravens, 13 in the second, 17 in the third. I was like, it's over. It's over. Yeah, and I I know a lot of people are going into that game, so that was a Super Bowl preview, but I don't think this Niners team is I, I think as good as their offense is, I agree with you. I think Purdy is still a little bit of question mark. Uh, the Eagles have looked shaky. Uh, the Cowboys have looked shaky. The Lions have looked shaky. I think the to me those are the top, I mean by record you, obviously yeah. those are the top four, but I, I think feel all like every four week. have team or flaws so. Mm-hmm. I feel like every week we like we've been like okay that's now the dominant team and then that team doesn't fails that weekend and then we pick a different one not that we've picked someone who's actually dominating all year because that hasn't been the case no one's dominated no one's been the best team overall in the NFL but like I swear last week you know we're like man 49ers are the complete team and then and then all of a sudden this happens you're like all right the Ravens are now the most complete team you know like it's such a wishy-washy season too it's just it's nuts like I think these last two weeks we'll finally get some answers, especially like Ravens, Dolphins for sure, you know, and and what's going to happen in NFC, NFC East, you know, those are going to be big, big question marks. We're going to finally yep. have some answers too. So, well, actually, let's get there right now because we've got a week seventeen slate to set up for you guys as soon as my as soon as ESPN cooperates with me. Uh, the Browns. Uh, clinched their spot in the playoffs with a victory against the Jets on Thursday night football. Uh, I did not realize the Browns were 11 and five. Yeah. Joe Flacco. <clears throat> well, not there, up, dude. Yeah. yeah. Joe Flacco was like, fuck you, Jason. I'm going to show you that. Yeah. I wasn't the re- the, that was quarterback <laughs> you're talking about. Well, the Browns you are, have you a are, good Joe. team. <laughs> like that's the thing. They have a good, they have a good defense. Like their yeah, defense is still the, it's stout, and Joe Flacco's just making pretty much the, the correct decisions, and that's that's really what they're, that's how they're doing it. So that's all he's we'll ever done. You know, he's just been a <clears throat> game manager. Oh, I said the yeah. bad word. There it is. Brad Anderson's like, you asshole. And Brock <laughs> like, hey, man. <laughs> yeah. Jason, I think that's actually a band term on uh, uh, around the horn. So oh, if you're ever around there, keep that yeah. in mind. I'm just yeah. gonna. I'll, re- I'll just replace the word with Tell something Stat else. Tell Stat Boy to go back to his regular show. We I'll don't just say him on that one. So. He's a real dilfer. <laughs> so that's what I'll say. Yeah, and then when that gets banned, you put Anderson, you throw yeah. Flacco. There's plenty of Dude, you can throw you, different names you throw in there now. Do you have <laughs> any idea how many mediocre quarterbacks I can name? You have no idea. Hundreds. Oh, I'm oh God. <laughs> Hundreds. Before Brett Favre is a Packer fan, I can name you every year's quarterback. <laughs> and it was always not even close to mediocre. It was less than mediocre. So. <laughs> <laughs> I know all right, let's, let's move on here. Uh, 
Saturday or tomorrow night, Saturday. Yeah. We have Big game. Uh, Lions Cowboys, which potentially could. I mean, it is going to go a long way into uh, who clinches that number one seed, depending on what else happens these next two weeks. But huge game down in Dallas. Mm-hmm. Uh, Dallas currently at a five and a half point favorite. Uh, ben and then Jason, what's your prediction for that one? I mean, I hope no one wins, but someone has to. So uh, no, they don't. To... They don't. They could tie. Well, they still get some kind of mark, though. I don't want to, like, I want just a zero. I want nothing, <laughs> but we can't, we can't just have nothing. That's what I meant, Jason. Gotcha. Like, 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 like this game starts and all of a sudden, like, they're all gone. Like, no, <laughs> no, no, that's Thanos. Sorry. Um, <laughs> I think I, I'm going to pick the Lions, honestly. Um, Again, seven and zero at and home in the Cowboys. I don't. I just don't like the Cowboys, obviously, too. But I think it's. I think the Lions have more to prove than the Cowboys. The Cowboys, we know, are a home team, and that's about it. The Lions have been up and down this year, and you know, last the last you know sixty years of their existence haven't done much. So I think they have just more to prove. I think Dan Campbell is going to have those guys ready. I think their run game is going to come out and destroy the Cowboys. Like, if they can run over the Cowboys, they'll win that game, hands down. Just like the Bills did against the Cowboys, too. If you can run against them, you'll beat them. So, I'm going to pick the Lions. First home loss for the 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 Cowboys. going into Dallas. Jason, you? Yeah, I'm also going to take the Lions in a close one. I just, after seeing the Cowboys down... What were they down nine, I think, in that Dolphins game in the second half? And mm-hmm. they drove all the way to the red zone, got to like the 15, 12 yard line, and then had to settle for field goals twice in a row. And then with the defense holding Miami to zero points, like that was just like, oh, that I, I almost felt bad for the Cowboys watching that. I felt bad for the fans. Because like that is the worst. Oh, don't ever feel bad for those fans. Jason. I know they're. You think they're. You think you know. You think they're regular fans, but they're not. You can. They they deserve. That. <laughs> <laughs> sorry, Cowboys fans. You're not. I don't think you're sorry though. <laughs> I'm not. No, I'm not at all. But yeah, it's but just, yeah. I I have no faith in the Cowboys basically, so I I think you know they'll play better because they're at home I guess because they have but the lions haven't been a slouch on the road or anything so yeah i think the lions win this one all right uh that's gonna be three uh for the lions i also think they're gonna be able to go into dallas and win uh i think it's gonna be a close one the over under is 51 and a half i would take the under there but i could <sighs> I don't know. I could also see that being a bit of a track meet. So, well, the Cowboys fans should be happy because us three, all of us three, picking the bike, uh, the Lions, probably mean the Cowboys are going to win handedly. So, yeah. you're welcome, Cowboys fans. <laughs> <laughs> well, I would all say right. take the over. I think they're going to. I think this will be like a 33 a to 30 type of type of game. That's what. Yeah, I Yeah, actually, anyway. now that I think about it, I probably would take the over on that also. 
Um, I would take the, the Oh, line, yeah, honestly. dude. I see 53 and a half is the. Yeah, over under is 53 and a half. I'm smashing the over on that. I'm diving straight first into my pile of Uncle, Scro- Uncle Scrooge gold coins. Ooh. Under that. I love. I can hear the sound right now. I'm swimming through it. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So if uh, our advice is to take, uh, we don't have any advice. <laughs> we don't. And we're we don't tell you to gamble, again, guys. Because we are terrible at gambling. Oh advice. yeah. Yes. When I give it. when I say these things, I'm saying bet the opposite because that's yeah. if I'm. <laughs> If if anybody or listened to I? my uh, to me talking about NBA playoffs last year, I couldn't get a game right. Like <laughs> it was weird. It was I was wrong. Like some people are just wrong most of the time because they don't know what they're talking about. Not me. I was wrong <laughs> so often that it was like clearly I knew too much about what I was talking about. <laughs> <laughs> That's how often I was wrong last year in the playoffs. Oh. All right, uh, moving on to Sunday. Real, real quick here. Does Belichick spoil the Bills' season up in Orchard Park? No. No? Is Tom Brady playing? No, he's not. (laughs) That's the only way that he'll beat him, so no. I'd love that. Actually, I wouldn't let that happen. I want the Bills to win something in in life, so... (laughs) Yeah, I, I don't think they have a chance either. I'm assuming, Jason, you think that's a wrap for the Bills getting one step closer, closer to the playoffs. Ooh, unless he thinks he, unless he knows the Bill check just knows those Bills too well that he can pull off that win, it's... like maybe deflate a ball or like tape practice or like. Oh wait, no, it's still the previous Bill check, Bill check things that help him win. <laughs> it's <laughs> it's still Bill Belichick. And it's still a division game. Mm-hmm. So, uh, I I mean, I'm not saying I think the Patriots will win, but I mean. You don't you don't give them a zero chance. Right. Yeah. yeah, the old one percenter. I get it. Yeah, like Bill might still have a couple tricks up his sleeve. He's seen Sean uh, McDermott plenty of times. Like, the, he could still pull something out here and just. Oh, it would be so beautiful. Like, I wouldn't know which team, like, I, because I'm a Dolphins fan. I hate the Bills, the Jets, and the Patriots. And I've generally hated the Bills more. But, like. Has it been more relevant lately? Is that why? No, because no. they were more relevant when I was growing up. I grew up in uh, Jim, Kelly Jim Kelly and Thurman, Thurman Thomas, Thomas Andre Bruce Reed, Smith, yep. Bruce Smith. Yeah. Dominating. I gotcha. So I hated the Bills. But dominating then, like, to a point. But then it was the Patriots, yeah, dominating almost and almost all the <laughs> way the, to the end. To the last game. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Which was always like kind of bittersweet. Hey guys, it's like... we made it. This is awesome. All right, ready to go home tomorrow? Mm-hmm. No, we gotta play a game. Oh shit. Oops. <laughs> yep. So like I oh, to see Bill Belichick do that to the Bills would be just so great, man. I want to see it. Maybe that's what's talking here is I really want to see it, but <laughs> <sighs> I just don't want the Bills to make the playoffs. Yeah, it's going to happen, but 
Just depends. You ran me some destiny in that, so to control. I'm saying controlling the Bills' destiny if they can beat them. Unless it's not a game they have to play next week, too. Is that a possibility after this week? I mean, Texans could win. They, they, I mean, they could beat Tennessee. Sure. True. Texans can still. Uh, I mean, really, the Texans could win that division. So, who knows what's going on in the South? No one wants uh, to know. No, no one does. That's the answer. <laughs> yeah, I'm good. I mean, All technically, right. the South could have three teams in the playoffs. Let's not uh, forget that. Yeah. And I guess. Oh, I'm, uh, I'm told every week by the uh, talking heads. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right. A uh, couple, couple more games I wanted to touch on here. Uh, we have... Uh, some other, obviously, playoff, uh, uh, playoff worthy implications. Playoff yeah. implications, thank you, but we're not going to run through all of them. No. Uh, the game of the week, as you had mentioned, the Dolphins and going into Baltimore. Baltimore, a three-and-a-half-point favorite in that one. Uh, the over/under I'm seeing is 46 and a half. Jason, do you think the Dolphins go in and win? I think they absolutely can. I think this is going to be a really close game. Uh, my oh, my brain is saying that the Ravens are probably going to win this game, though. Uh, I just yeah. they're if it because they're both playing really well right now. It's just the the Ravens are playing a little bit better i don't know but the dolphins weapons are just so explosive like when it's it's more up to i think the dolphins losing the game than it is the ravens winning i think if the dolphins can execute their strategy and they get their get tyreek hill and Jalen waddle if waddle had 100 percent, if he even plays like waddle i believe is out this week yeah so, so i mean still they got tyreek hill They've got those running backs who are just so fast. Like, there's so much speed on that team. I think it's more up to the Dolphins to lose it. If they execute, I think they win the game. See, I would have said the same thing about the 49ers and Ravens last week. The 49ers would have had to lose the game, and I felt like the Ravens came out and played perfection. No matter what, even though Brock Purdy had their four picks, they still played pretty much domination. So, I don't know. It's... Uh, it's going to be tough. It's going to be just a fun game to watch. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. And- I, I agree. I think it's going to be one of the games of the year if uh, both offenses are on point. Uh, one other question I wanted to ask you guys, because I'm seeing Tyreek's uh, yardage short. It looks like he has to average about 180 yards for the next two games to get be the re- first receiver to get to 2,000. Do you th- can't can he do it? Yes. Do you think he's going to do it? No. No. He can't get 360 no. yards in two Especially games. Especially if that Bills game is not as important as, you know, like, if stuff's kind of more figured out next week and he's and he's kind of been lame the last few weeks, you know, yeah, like. Yeah, they're sitting him. I mean, they're going to they're gonna keep him because they need him for the big show, so. All right. Yeah, I, I tend to agree. 180 for the next two games ridiculous now if he goes out this week and he gets like 210 
I mean, he could get 360 this week and take off next yeah. week. That could be a thing. Yeah. Like, if he goes, <laughs> it's possible. If he goes absolutely berserk like this week and he gets more than 180 this week, uh, then I could see him maybe trying to play because I think, you know, Mike McDaniel wants Tyreek Hill to get that if it's in range. Just real quick, Jason, have you watched any of that Hard Knocks? I have not. Okay, I haven't either. I didn't get re- uh, have HBO until recently, so I, oh, okay. I keep forgetting I can even watch it now. I just see clips <laughs> about it, and I'm like, oh, yeah, they actually have a good team on this series for once. <laughs> <laughs> All right, uh, the last game I wanted to mention, again, there's playoff implications all over the map. Uh, we're not even going to try to break down the scenarios for you because they are um, beyond comprehension to mathematics uh, professors. So, uh, But the Packers do go to Minnesota with, again, huge implications. Packers... I believe I heard on the radio today, if they win, they are at 55% to make the playoffs. If they lose, they are down to not quite eliminated, but pretty close. Um, I'm going to start here. I think the Packers get the win up in Minnesota. I think uh, Jordan Addison, it doesn't sound like he's going to play. Justin Jefferson is coming off of an injury. I know he has burned us in the past. Who's throwing to him? I am. Um, I don't even know. It's exactly. Me. So doesn't. So exactly. I'm not too worried about Justin Jefferson when Jason's out there. No offense, <laughs> Jason. You have a tight spiral, but oh yeah, none taken. Yeah, yeah. Um, and I, I think Jordan Love is playing really good right now. Again. Packers defense worries me because two weeks from now, from now is going to be a glorious day, but um, I think I'm going to take the Packers in this one. Minnesota only a one point favorite, so not even getting the three point Vegas home spread. Uh, ben and then Jason quickly. How do you see this playing out? I see the Packers winning. I just don't have any confidence on whoever's playing quarterback for the Vikings. Um, yeah, that's really all I got to say. Um, yeah, the defense, I mean, is a question mark. So who's showing up, who isn't? Um, real quick, the Jair Alexander thing that happened this last week or whatever. Um, yeah, what exactly happened? I didn't hear so, the story. So – for the to- coin toss in Charlotte, he ran out there when he wasn't supposed to. He wasn't a captain. He went out there because he's from Charlotte, which, again, who gives a shit where you're from? If you're not yeah. a captain, you're not supposed to be out there. He called the coin, which he wasn't supposed to. He got it right. But then when the, the referee asked him, he said he wanted to re- he wanted to defend and defer, meaning – if the referee, who thank God corrected him and asked him again, and he corrected himself because the other guys who are captains out there who know what the hell they're doing out there, 
fixed it. If he would have done that and the, the referee would have taken it, we had a kickoff at the beginning of the game and kickoff and at, at halftime. halftime. Yeah. So that was the big thing. So, so they suspended uh, that this game. Like, that sounds because... like a brain fart to me. I know he's sitting this game. I didn't know the exact reason. Uh, that's just um, ignorance, well, the... stupidity to me, I yeah, guess. Yeah, just don't be out there. Yeah. <laughs> don't be out there. Or ask them, can I be out there? That's the other thing. You could have asked instead of just ran out there and possibly blown something for us because you don't know what you're doing. Um, and a lot of Packer fans are like, this is bullshit. Fire the whole front office, blah, blah, blah. But I'm like, no, man, he should have done that. And there has to be consequences. And if that's the consequence, that's how it is. Like, sorry, it sucks, but that is how it is. Every other job has consequences. Your job has to have them too. And that's what it is. And too bad Packer fans cry, cry, cry. That's how it is. Ask Jerry Alexander not to be so selfish and go out there. Be yep. a team player. Ask your coaches and go out there if you're from Charlotte. So, again, would love to have him on defense, but don't be an idiot. Yeah, pretty much. Uh, Jason, uh, your prediction for this game real quick? Well, I'd, I'd love to contradict and go and pick the Vikings, but I have no evidence that would indicate that the Vikings will win this game. Even if you're playing quarterback? Even if I'm playing quarterback. I I mean, I'll still throw for 300, but... Oh, yeah, easily. And (laughs) we'll probably win by three at the Mm -hmm. end. Oh, yeah. Field goal. Yeah. It'll just be a matter of who has the ball last, and it'll be the Packers. That's Mm -hmm. all. And Jason's like, I can play defense, too. And they're like, no, you can't. And then if you put you in there, it would have been... Yeah. Yeah, Yeah. I get it. (laughs) I get it. All right, so that's three for the Packers. Uh, those are your big games of the week. Uh, before we sign off, because this is the last time we're going to be talking to you guys in the year of our Lord, 2023. In the year 2023. <laughs> uh, Conan. What yeah. was your... Oh, this is a video. I'm not going to watch that right now. Um, I guess I'll start. What was your favorite sports moment of the year? I'm I'm going to go with when Shohei Otani faced off with Mike Trout uh, basically to decide the championship of the world baseball classic. I just thought that was such a cool moment. Very so unique. I don't know if it's ever going to happen again. I just thought it was awesome to watch that play out. Um Ben, do you have a favorite sports moment that comes to your mind? Well, I'm going to remind you for next year, Wally, at the end of 2024, this is something you might want to bring up in the meeting beforehand, because 2023 is a big year. Yeah. Like, I don't know what the hell I even think of. Um, yeah, Shohei versus Trout was probably a big thing. Um, LeBron taking over the scoring. Did he, did he do it this year? Was that this year? Yes, that was this year. I don't know. That's probably, I mean, I'm trying to try and think of stuff that sticks out. Um Maybe that. Oh, how about this? Um, I'll go with 
the men's and women's, the youngins in tennis taking over as possibly, you know, like Carlos and Coco Goff as like the new stars of the sport. Yeah. I thought that was a good jumping, jumping point for who's taking over their kind of mission. The, the, the older, the, the veterans are diminishing. And I think it was good for that sport to have those young players, you know, start flourishing and showing that they're the future of tennis. So I'd say probably that or LeBron. Okay. So Jason, if you have one and then I'll, uh, bring up why I asked this, uh, kind of last minute here. If you have yeah. one, have an answer. Sure. For us. Uh, the pitch clock in baseball. Mm, yeah. Just off the top of my I know, head. I know you've been a fan of that since the beginning. So. He loves fast games. Big fan. Mm-hmm. So what my the the reason I uh, prompted you guys with that question was I had just read an article about an article on uh, uh, the Ringer. It was their four, 49 uh, favorite sports moments of the year. Oh, so you read uh, a list of moments and then hit us up on the spot? <laughs> That's so dirty. But all all every one of those was on there. So <laughs> Oh the pitch clock was on there. Guys, I didn't mean to I didn't no, mean to no bring that on you, but no worries. Paulie's second most memorable thing though this year, I'll let I'll let everyone know, Paulie, is Taylor Swift joining the NFL. Yeah. That's his that's number two. Yeah. That's definitely my, my yeah. <laughs> Now you can justify that tattoo. Anyways. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> Why am I getting so much? Yeah. All right. Uh, Jason, do you want to sign us off uh, and uh, bring us out for the new year here? Yes, I will. Well, thank you, everybody, for listening. It's been so fun to talk sports with you all year in 2023. But hopefully you'll listen to us for another year in 2024. And we'll bring friends too, and we can all just talk sports all day. That would be wonderful. But until that day, we'll be coming to you once a week or so, bringing you that good sports news. So please and thank you. Listen and thank you for listening. We love you very much. Don't forget to check out the website and hit us up on Twitter if you want to talk. And have a good year coming up. And I hope you had a good 2023. Good night, everybody. Uh, good night, everyone. Uh, just a reminder that if you are going to be frequently frequenting your favorite watering hole this coming weekend, be smart. Be safe. Please do not drive drunk. Cops are going to be out in force. And be smart if you are going out. Uh, just a friendly reminder to everyone. So, Yes. Happy New Year, everybody. We'll see you in 2024. Take care. Bye. Have a good one, everyone. Peace out. Peace out.